0: This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast with Michael Boldea.
1: Alright, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia. And today we have a hot beverage on deck. Yes, it's a hot cup of coffee, Uh, steaming and black, no cream, no sugar, because I'm a man. Uh, The the weather is finally, uh, at least for today, Uh, (laughs) looking like Wisconsin should. It was uh, about 50 degrees this morning, a bit chilly, Uh, enjoyed a little time outside watching the sunrise. Yes, I I go to bed relatively late, I wake up relatively early, and the older I get, the less sleep I need, apparently. Uh, I don't know. Some days, uh, if if I go uh, on a streak of not sleeping properly for like a week or two, uh, if I only get four to five hours of sleep per night, then at some point, uh, my body just shuts down and I'll sleep for like eight hours straight. I'm not moving. Uh, I, I don't know if my wife checks me for breath. I'm assuming she doesn't, because uh, she trusts that the Lord will keep me alive one more day. Uh, and uh, here we are. Today is the 31st of August, the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, tomorrow is September 1st. Ten days after that is the anniversary of September 11th. Um, uh, and yeah, it's, uh, I, I still remember it. Uh, after all these years, I was on a plane coming to the U S and we got diverted to, uh, somewhere in Europe. See, now I forget. Uh, it wasn't Amsterdam. Uh, nope. It wasn't Austria gene, but thank you for the help. Uh, it was, uh, the, the, the capital of one of these finance cities, finance countries, uh, I'll remember it at some point. Again, you got to give me a little grace. I'm 48 pushing 50. So, uh the old synapses while they're working better than uh Mr. Robinette Biden's. Uh you know, they they they're starting to to, you know, misfire once in a while. But that's the way it is. The name of the city is unimportant. What is important is that many people uh forgot how readily a country could be uh, brought to its knees. How everything just stops dead. Zurich. I was in Zurich. See? Again, slow on the take, but I got there. Uh, speaking of that, uh, somebody said I don't do enough impressions. So uh, here's an impression. Who am I? That's right. Mitch McConnell. Uh <laughs> Nope, it was uh apparently old Mitch is having uh more of his episodes. I uh, remember when he just froze uh at the podium uh and didn't do anything for like thirty seconds. Well, apparently Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is at it again. he uh inexplicably froze during a press gaggle on Wednesday in Covington, Kentucky, uh just over a month after a similar incident at the u s so you, you see uh, the, the sprightness and, and the intellect of the ruling class. You have Mr. Robinette Biden, who has to look in his underwear to, to remember his name. Uh, you have Mitch McConnell, who uh, apparently just reboots, I guess. You know, when, you're, when your computer's not working right, everybody tells you to just reboot it. Yeah, that's the, I, apparently that's what happens to Mitch McConnell's brain once in a while. He just reboots. And these are the people deciding whether or not it's a good thing for us to, you know, keep poking the Russians in the eye until they finally bite off the finger. Uh, a lot to talk about, as always. I want to get away from what's happening in the country. I want to get away from Ukraine. But uh, every time I try, something new comes up. Uh, The the latest thing is that uh, the Defense Secretary for the UK, for the United Kingdom, uh, the people who uh, love their uh, beans and sausage in the morning, I know, extra fuel, uh, has uh, Wallace, his name was Wallace, I think, UK Defense Secretary Wallace, has just resigned. And uh, he was uh, one of the people that was pushing for everything we must do away with the rations. uh and and he resigns so uh, i don't know who's going to take his place hopefully uh you know reason will out as the kids like to say but uh a lot a lot of the hope that uh most of us have for a peaceful future uh seems to be ebbing away ever so slowly because uh What was it that uh, Pierre Delecto said? He actually, you know, he said the the, the quiet part out loud. He said, uh, we're we're supposed to support Ukraine because we need to get rid of the Russians, or we need to get rid of Russia. Uh, So all the conspiracy theorists that didn't realize we were just in it for magnanimity and trying to defend a people against uh, the Russian bear – Everybody that was saying that we had a vested interest in pumping all this money and weaponry into Ukraine uh, that that got poo-pooed, that got looked down on it, well, that could never be. No, we we are too righteous a people to have a vested interest. Well, now it's coming to light. Uh, We're we're trying to use the Russians as a foil, as a cutout uh, to to do our bidding, and uh, it's not working. This is the thing that they're grudgingly beginning to acknowledge. Remember when, what, six, eight months ago, the the Ukrainians were this close to taking over Moscow or something? At least that's what the propaganda said. And uh, nope, still going, still fighting. And uh, the more they poke the bear, uh, the more chances there are that at some point, uh, they're, they're going to go uh, one step too far. At some point, uh, the Russians will retaliate. And it's not going to be against Ukraine, because the Russians understand what's going on. They see the chessboard. And like I said, it's not going to be Ukraine that they're going to retaliate against. That's all I'm going to say. I know I could American prophetic this thing up and down, but I choose not to. Now, one thing that we discussed, oh, I don't know, a year ago when this whole thing started, was that all the sanctions that were supposed to cripple Russia, eh, aren't going to. We talked last week about how the Russians made a nice chunk of money. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. And now, guess what? News is coming out that Europe is importing record levels of LNG gas from Russia. The Russians aren't giving it away, kids. So they're buying it from the Russians, even though there are sanctions. Why? Because nobody likes to see their citizens freeze. Nobody likes to try to, you know, turn on the oven and there's no flame because no gas. Uh, At present, Europe is set to import more liquefied natural gas, or LNG, for those of you that know the vernacular, uh, from Russia than ever before this year. An NGO claims with billions of dollars spent buying energy from Russia, despite attitudes towards the Ukraine war and the the, the sanctions regime. While European nations place sanctions on the gas pipes directly from Russia to Europe after its invasion of Ukraine last year, that regime did not apply to gas that comes by boat, which is cooled and compressed into liquid form known as liquefied natural gas. Those imports have soared despite principal talk about starving Russia of foreign trade. And so far this year, Europe has brought over half of all Russian LNG exports. So I guess we're not starving the Russians out anytime soon. Uh, With the BRICS summit last week, the Russians are solidifying their position. They are um, confirming who their allies are and who their enemies are. Because guess what? The French, I know, who'd believe it? The French applied to join the BRICS nations, And guess what they said to the French? no, no, monsieur, no, no, you go hang out with the Europeans. The French are seeing what's coming. The French are understanding that any country that is dependent on the U.S. petrodollar is going to get a bloody lip once the BRICS nations come into their own currency, once they develop their own digital currency, uh, and once these nations begin to shut off the spigot Uh, to the Western world, because of the nations that have thus far joined the BRICS, uh, there's a handful that produce a lot of the oil that we use, because, you know, we were energy independent, and we thought, what's the point? Look, there's a girl with a septum piercing and half a shaved head that says, stop oil now. We should listen to her. And there was that other girl. How dare you? What was her name? Thunberg. Yes, I know. You shouldn't make, she's not a kid anymore. She's an adult and she's still spouting the same nonsense. Same nonsense Al Gore was spouting 30 years ago. We're supposed to be underwater already. I bought snorkels and everything. I haven't used my snorkel yet. I think I have to buy new ones because, you know, that, that, that plastic edging around is probably cracked and I'm going to drown in my own saliva. So this nonsense has been going on for close to 50 years in America. Dumb people being used by smart people keep pressing and pressing until something will break. Did you see what happened uh, near Burning Man? It was I guess on a red on, on an Indian reservation, and uh, those fellas don't play because there were uh, a handful of uh, you know of, of of the ladies with the armpit hair smelling of patchouli that that put a, uh, I guess a truck bed across the road, and they were like mile long lines each way because nobody could get through now how did you get? that truck there didn't you use gas well thank you for practicing what you preach i'm sure you didn't pull it like a cow or a bull so you drove there you used gas to try to make your point anyway uh the 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 fellas that were uh the reservation police i guess they're called rangers just rammed through the whole thing and they started uh, arresting the people if you haven't seen the video Uh, It'll put a smile on your face. I know. If if you're anything like me, when you see a lady yelling, we're nonviolent, we're nonviolent, while getting arrested, it'll put a smile on your face. And then once the first arrest took place, guess what the other cockroaches did? They tried to distance themselves as far away from the thing as humanly possible. I'm not with them said a man that was filmed holding up a sign stop just now only two minutes earlier because that's what needs to happen in order for the madness to cease you have to implement the law you have to arrest these individuals if they glue themselves to the street don't walk around with warm water trying to get the glue to soften yank them off the street if they leave a little skin behind eh? Lesson learned. I know. But brother Mike, that's not very loving. Do you understand that we've used this not loving mantra for so long that now when when things are about to flip and they will have the power, those people preaching tolerance and acceptance, those people will persecute you to the point that they will laugh and eat popcorn while you're being massacred. Because the only reason they preach tolerance is because they don't have power or a majority. Stop. I understand the Beth Moore fans are up in arms. Look, Beth Moore can be unifying. She understands the the, the beauty of unity. I know. Why are you picking on Beth Moore again? Well, because her church just hosted an interfaith dialogue. And uh, an imam chanted the Quran from the pulpit. Because why not? I know you're thinking to yourself, that couldn't be. It is. I don't lie to you. I don't lie in general. I find it foolhardy and unbiblical to lie to people. So, several days ago, Beth Moore's home church hosted an interfaith dialogue between the Reverend Michael Dearman, a priest from Hope Point Anglican Church who's married to Reverend Katie Dearman, and Osman Faoud, the imam and resident scholar at the Woodland Islamic Center. Uh, what, what do light and darkness have in common? biblically nothing but these people are trying to find something the event took place at saint timothy's anglican church a liturgical church within the diocese of western gulf coast which is part of the anglican church of north america Moore became a member of this church years ago after jumping ship from the sbc because you know the baptists were too biblical for her when she could no longer handle their criticism of her egalitarian opining and inflammatory rhetoric. Both speakers pretended, presented, not pretended, I'm sorry, I apologize, I'm reading text, they didn't pretend, they just presented, and spoke on the topic of forgiveness and reconciliation for around 20 minutes and then opened up the floor to questions and answers. Here they answered questions on what it means to have the assurance of salvation and whether we should forgive war criminals, like Vladimir Putin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Notably at one point during his presentation, Faud explained that a key theme in the Quran is the topic of forgiveness. Yes, once you have beheaded your enemy, you forgive them. Once your enemy has submitted to you, and they have acknowledged that Allah, is preeminent over all, then you can forgive your enemy as long as he pays his taxes to you. I know that's not what he said, but that's what the Quran says. So, hush, P, with your forgiveness. He proceeds to chant a Surah Az-Zumar verse from behind the pulpit so that he can later translate it and reveal what Muslims find within God's Ability to forgive. So that's what Beth Moore's church is doing. I know, but her church is doing it, not her. Birds of a feather flocking together. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Understand this. And I'm, again, I'm trying to keep it as lighthearted as possible because everything is just, ramping up and nobody seems to be noticing by the by uh two weeks ago it was uh, what maui last week it was california uh this week it's florida and i've been beating this dead horse for going on decades now and i i'm not a fan of beating dead horses but when jesus says natural events in various places What we take that to mean is frequency and intensity. And we're seeing that every new iteration of a natural disaster is worse than the last. I know, some of you are going, brother, this can't be because we're still here. I mean, if uh, this were the last days and we were living in the end times, shouldn't the church be raptured by now? Well, your, 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 your theology needs to be in harmony with the Bible. Because if your theology is not in harmony with the Bible, then all the things that you will see from this point forward, you will surmise cannot be what Jesus spoke of, cannot be what the prophets prophesied, because you're still here. Perhaps allow for the possibility that you were wrong. Perhaps allow for the possibility that Jesus was right. Huh? Maybe try that one. Now, in other news that should uh, further deflate the rising Phoenix crowd, one in six churchgoers have had paid for or encouraged an abortion, a survey finds. This is from the Christian Post. One out of every six regular churchgoers in the United States has had paid for or encouraged an abortion. While one-fifth doesn't believe the Bible identifies when life begins, a new study suggests. The Family Research Council Center for Biblical Worldview released the survey on adult churchgoers on social issues and worldviews. This was last week. Based on 1,009 interviews of American adults who attend church services at least once a month, the study was conducted in June 2023, and this was their finding. The survey examined respondents' views on abortion and found that 16% of respondents admitted to having ever paid for, encouraged, or chosen to have an abortion. While nearly two-thirds, 65%, stated that the Bible identifies when human life begins. 21% disagreed while 14% apparently decided not to answer that nugget. This is the state of the church. This is where we are. And we're entering a season that will culminate in, in, in the words if the righteous scarcely be saved. Hmm? 52% of those who believe the Bible identifies when life begins pointed to the fertilization of the female egg, followed by 7% who thought the Bible teaches that life begins when the unborn baby reaches viability. Completely ignorant people giving their opinions. This is where we are churchgoers which were much more divided on the view of the Bible. With 33% seeing it as the actual true word of God that should be taken literally, another 33% thinking of it as the inspired word of God that has no errors, a plurality of those surveyed agreed that there are no moral absolutes that apply to everyone. Moral truth is up to each individual. 48%. Remember that whole discussion we had a while back of my truth and your truth? There is one truth. That's God's truth. These people don't believe that. A majority of respondents, 53%, considered that knowing, loving, and serving God with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul as the general purpose of life for all people, regardless of their culture. Huh. Well, here we are. This is what Christianity in the West has metastasized into. Well, you can have your truth, but we have our truth, and our truth is our truth, and your truth is your truth. So there's that. In case some of you are wondering why no Andy Stanley updates, this is for you. North Point Church is sending children to an all-LGBTQ therapist. Hmm. First of all, the fact that your children need therapy while you're holding the Word of God in your hand and pretending to be a Christian is troubling, that you would send those children needing therapy to therapists whose purpose, whose identity is either the L, the G, the B, the T, the Q, the A, the I, or the P, tells me that not only don't you have any discernment, you're a wolf. Sending children into the maws of other wolves. For years, North Point Community Church, led by Andy Stanley, has been partnering with, an, with and promoting affirming LGBTQ organizations when desperate parents come to see them for help with their struggling gay children, all done through the Parent Connect ministry. Parent Connect is led by Amy Blakesley, an openly affirming queer woman, and is overseen by Debbie Cossey, a gay-affirming, long-tenured pastor at North Point Community Church and the director of their CARE network of ministries. See how every title is supposed to denote empathy. It's supposed to denote grace and loving. It's not. It isn't care. Care network. What's the care network? You're sending troubled children to people who will do their utmost to convince them that they're right about being troubled and that they should start experimenting, quote unquote. And hey, as long as you're in therapy session, you can start experimenting now. I know. Brother, not not all of them are predators. Yeah but a good chunk are. Sorry to break it to you, kids, but a lot of the people that are homosexual today were violated and abused by an adult when they were children, and they were never able to pull out of the spiral. So, i i know political correctness we shouldn't be talking about these things why not the church is sending children to predators during a conversation about her book by gay affirming north point leaders greg and lynn mcdonald everyone everyone now now that's that's the flavor du jour are you gay affirming no Why Why are you such a bigot? I'm, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. It's an abomination in the eyes of God. How can I affirm something that is abominable in the eyes of God? During a conversation about her book by gay-affirming North Point leaders Greg and Lynn McDonald, Causey gets asked about recommendations for safe counselors with a coded word they use to describe affirming counselors. She recommends an organization called The Christian Closet, which she represents as a great group that serves children and youth struggling with their identity. And McDonald agrees. The Christian Closet is a collective of all LGBTQ+, plus quote-unquote, Christian counselors that offer virtual mental help on topics like depression, coming out, transitioning, starting your first queer relationship. What did I tell you? I hadn't even read this far down. I hadn't even read this far down. What did I tell you? The Christian Closet is a collective of all GBTQ Christian counselors that offer virtual mental help on topics like depression, coming out, transitioning, starting your first queer relationship, deconstructing, dealing with trauma that they will likely be causing, and everything in between. It's an online therapeutic resource for people who are trying to work out what it means to have an LGBTQI sexual identity or gender identity within a Christian context. You cannot blend the two together. Either you are of Christ and have no other identity but Him, or you are of the world, and you identify with the world, thinking that by saying, I'm a Christian, you get to escape the flames. This is not to say that some counselors are gay or that a majority are gay, but rather that all of them are gay with their website reading. Let me repeat that. Because I know inclusion. Look, If we hope to make this world work, we need inclusion. Diversity is our strength. Just ask Nancy Pelosi. It's not just some counselors that are homosexual. It's not a majority that are homosexual. Rather, all of them are homosexual. With their website reading, all of our clinicians identify somewhere on the LGBTQ spectrum and have done the work of reconciling their faith with that. Translation, they're all perverted, and have talked themselves into believing that God's okay with it. Just because you believe something or are able to reconcile your faith with it, it doesn't mean that God gave it the green light. It doesn't mean God's okay with it. It doesn't mean God approves of it. It doesn't mean God won't judge it. One of those gay counselors is matt nightingale he is the pro-choice lead co-pastor of the quest church and he recently married a man after being married to and divorcing his wife of 23 years tell me that sin is not corrosive tell me that sin doesn't eat away At a man's principles, at a man's mind, at a man's desires, until he ends up leaving his wife of 23 years and marrying a man. Mm Hmm? Oh, it's okay, brother. You know, they they just they just want to be you know affirmed. They just want to be validated. They just want to be recognized. When sin is allowed to fester within a church, this is the natural progression and outcome of what happens in it. He was married for 23 years to a woman. Worked his way up the ranks to being co-pastor of a church. And then he left his wife and married a man. He is a spiritual director and support group facilitator and has been with the Christian Closet since 2019, where he is passionate about the intersection of sexuality and spirituality and creating a safe, sacred space for people exploring these identities. Rising Phoenix, Brother Mike! Rising Phoenix! Really? Because why? God's just going to go, I'm going to give you a pass. I mean, you put Sodom and Gomorrah to shame, but on this one I'll give you a pass. So fly away, little bird, fly away. The judgment that is coming is deserved. Period. This and other articles like it are the proof. Nightingale is also the director of the Common Sanctuary and uh, recently joined Brian Neitzel's on his Making Things Right project. Neitzel is a gay man married to a husband that is scheduled to speak at Andy Stanley's upcoming Embracing the Journey, Bringing Everything Full Circle. Thank you, Andy Stanley, for convincing just rational people that judgment is deserved. And the author of this article goes on to write this. Imagine being a desperate parent from North Point Community Church with a struggling gay teen or even an older child who's confused about their attractions. You build up the courage to talk to a care ministry worker and get recommended by trusted church pastors to get counseling at a Christian group, only to have your loved one end up in Nightingale's hands. Andy Stanley's church, when faced with a family who's in crisis because they think their child might be gay or non-binary and is looking for some sound biblical counseling and resources, directs the parents to pro-LGBTQ plus organizations like Embracing the Journey and the kids to pagan pro-LGBTQ counselors at the Christian Closet. There is no hope for children struggling with their sexuality if they're going to these places to get this sort of help. The adults have stacked the deck against them. All the paths to freedom and deliverance have been taken away. And I agree with the author of this article. These people have a clear bias. These people have a clear agenda. And it's not rightly dividing the word. It's not preaching the gospel of Christ. It's not calling all men to repentance. It's recruitment. And churches like Andy Stanley's North Point are facilitating that recruitment. But hey! The worst is behind us. (laughs) Not by a long shot, kiddies, not by a long shot. As the old saying goes, if you think it's bad now, wait a couple minutes. By the way, uh, the Russians came out and said they had uh, absolutely nothing to do with uh, Prigozhin's untimely demise uh we we talked about that before the news came out and i i gave you the three or four different variations of what it could be uh now that the russians have denied it credible or not not up to me to say but if i were someone like vladimir putin and i was looking to not only consolidate my power but make Anyone thinking of trying to cross me, shake in their boots, come out and said, yeah, or what is it in Russian, da? Da, da, it was me. I Vladimir Putin ordered the downing of the plane. Who's next? So it, it makes no sense for the Russians to deny having shot it down if they did. Because if they admitted to it, it would only consolidate Vladimir Putin's power all the more. I told you this a long time ago. All he has to do is nothing. Control the food, control the oil, and wait for Europe to come begging. But the American side of the equation realized that was the truth of it. And they can't afford to wait. So every couple days, you're seeing drone attacks in Moscow, drone attacks near Moscow from the Ukrainians, because they're trying to pick a fight now. They're trying to get him to act or react so that they have an excuse for war. I, from now on, I'm just going to tell you, go back and listen to the 100-odd hours of the program. I'm not going to keep saying, I told you so. But I told you that they needed an excuse, an excuse for the American economy, which isn't getting better. By the way, this is this, this just in this morning. Consumer inflation is on the rise again. After how many interest rate, interest rate hikes by uh, the Fed? Because everyone is like, oh, they're done raising interest. Inflation is under control. My, oh, my, Janet Yellen is a genius. Uh, no, she's not. And Jerome Powell isn't one either. So what they're doing is they're destroying the American middle class in real time. The personal consumption price expenditure, price index, rose 3.3% in July compared with 12 months earlier. The Bureau of Economic Analyses said Thursday. This was the first Acceleration in the PCE inflation since April and follows the 3% reading in June. The PCE price index climbed 0.2% compared with a month earlier, matching the June gain and up from May 0.1%. So if you thought that uh, interest rates were done, rising, ha-ha, joke's on you. Now, I don't like being conspiratorial. I really don't. I think reality is troubling enough for me to go down rabbit trails and have conspiracy theories. But if inflation continues to rise, along with interest rates rising, look, most people aren't saving anything. They've depleted their savings They're living off of credit cards. They're owing more money than ever before just to survive. Because everything has doubled in price or close to it. Something's tripled and quadrupled as far as necessities are concerned. In order for them to implement their plan, at some point they're going to have to attempt and do away with legal tender or as people in Kentucky like to call it, paper money. Now, things have to get bad enough where when this plan is sprung on the American citizens, there needs to be a carrot there somewhere where most people will go along with it, i.e., we're going to get rid of paper money. It gives you, you know diseases anyway so we're going to switch over to a digital currency and to make things more fluid we're going to expunge everyone's credit card debt it's just numbers anyway isn't it click 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 numbers on a screen it's not paper money anymore what's what's the national debt who cares it's just numbers on a screen We're going to hit the quadrillion soon. Who cares? So if you promise people something for nothing, like uh, the administration promised them college debt forgiveness, that didn't go over very well. When you're trying to implement digital currency, by that point, enough people will be hurting bad enough where they'll go along with it. And you know what they say, majority rules. the people have spoken. Indeed. And as an aside to that, because I've been getting a lot of emails from you and I was going to do a video. I was going to pull out the camera and wear a collared shirt and talk about this. But since we're on the program, might as well do it now and save me a shave. A lot of you are asking how, how quickly they can implement the system of not being able to buy or sell without the proper paperwork. And there is no one answer to cover everyone. It's not a one-size-fits-all sort of answer. And I've thought about this, even this morning as I was watching the sunrise. It was one of those things that, that, that was rattling around in my brain. And these are the steps that they'll need to take in order to, because they they need to destroy the economy to the point that people will be dependent on government. They need to siphon out as much of, of the paper money as they can. And I think a large part of how long it will take for them to implement this it depends on where you live, to be honest with you. If you live in a major city, if you live in a city of more than a million people, and you're not surrounded by farmlands, you don't know any farmers, you don't know somebody who owns chickens, then the control will be very easy to clamp down. It'll, it'll, it'll be almost instantaneous. You go to digital money, You can't buy or sell anything from anyone without them tracking it, without them knowing what you bought and who you bought it for. And then the social credit system comes into play like it is in China. If you don't behave yourself, you don't get to eat. So who's the best president ever? Huh? Yeah, Joe! He stood up to Corn Pop. So if you live in a rural area, especially if you're self-sufficient, it'll be very difficult for them to control your life the way they will in the major cities. Eventually, they'll make their way out to you know, the farmlands. I'm sure there'll be another chicken flu and pig flu and cow flu. It'll be so detrimental that you have to butcher all your livestock and burn them. Eggs are going to give you leukemia or something. Because anything that that, that people can survive off of needs to be taken away from them so that the only thing they can be dependent on is the system, the government. So it will take a while to implement this because I have people, brother, is it happening? You got some time, but be smart about it. We're not there yet, but we're inching towards it. The fact that you're aware and the fact that you see all the plans that are coming together and all the things they're trying to do puts you ahead of the pack by a mile. Because a lot of people will have all of this sprung on them so instantaneously that they won't have time to to, to buy a bag of rice. They won't have time to buy a bag of flour or sugar. That's it. This is your new digital card. We put some. Fake numbers on there for you. You go, you use it. It gets, you know, refilled every month if you're a good boy and you get to go buy some more stuff to keep your family alive. But you need to fall in line because we're, we're looking to make a utopia here. And you're standing in the way of a perfect world with a perfect administration doing perfect work on behalf of you, the peasant. So it'll be a minute before they can implement it. Uh, Yes, there will be resistance. Yes, there will be people that'll see it coming and, and, and try to fight against it. But I think too many people are either asleep or too far gone to care that whatever resistance is mounted up will be insufficient. I know. I, I, I wish I could give you good news, but I can't. This is the reality we're living. I can't, I can't give you hopiism. Well, you know, if the Phoenix rises and we all sprout wings with machine gun turrets, we might have a shot. No, look, what was it? Eric Swalwell, the biggest sleazebag in government, said, well, we should have a buyback program for all AR-15s. Well thank you for your brilliant mind, Eric. Now go back to copulating with Chinese spies, why don't ya? I, I I don't particularly care what side of the political aisle you're on, but when a judge that was appointed by your former boss sets the court date for your number one competition for one day before Super Tuesday, it's a little banana-ish. I mean, I, I was in the background when I read that. I kept hearing, hey, Mr. Taliman, taleme banana. Because that's where we are. This is what the communists did. This is, this is what certain parties in the Romanian government still do. When one guy's in power, he tries his best to have his competitor jailed so that he gets reelected by default. So all that nonsense, because remember, it was a big thing. All the Democrats want to run against Donald Trump. It would be a wet dream if they got to run against Donald Trump again. Well, apparently not, because you're doing your best to to, to sideline the man, aren't you? Right. If, if, if you want to be awake, you can be. But the first thing you have to do is stop believing the propaganda. No, the Ukrainians are not winning. Uh, in the final analysis, as it were, the Russians can throw more bodies at this thing than the Ukrainians can. It's as simple as that. And I think that even, even the most ardent defenders of this administration can see that the only reason this has gone on for as long as it has is because of all the money and weapons that we've pumped into Ukraine over the last year and a half. Take this for what you will, but at some point and in the near future, the Russians are going to retaliate and it's not going to be against Ukraine. It's not going to be against America yet either, but it'll be enough of a oh my gosh moment where a lot of the nations that are on the fence and a lot of the nations that are thinking about supporting NATO and all this other stuff are going to Get real quiet, real quick, but hey, at least Mitch McConnell snapped out of it this time. Uh, can't say as much as uh, as much for Mr. Robinette Biden, but you know, his ailment is different than that of Mitch's. I, I, mm, I don't want. No, I'm not. I, I'm not going to go there because the, the the purpose of all of this isn't to scare you. The purpose of all of this is to make you aware. Because if you're aware of something coming, you can prepare the best way you can for it. Like, there's a guy in Argentina. Running for president uh he's actually the front runner in the last poll, and this is i you know what i i I know uh he's not everyone's flavor ah <sighs> But these, these were his words about socialism and communism, the same thing that this administration is trying to push on you. That What is a socialist on the inside? He is garbage. He is human excrement. Elsewhere in the interview, he listed leftist values as envy, hatred, resentment, unequal treatment before the law, theft, and murder. And he branded, branded American President Jose Biden as a threat to Western values. This guy's an Argentinian. He's got no vested interest to, to, to defend Western values or American sovereignty, but he's doing a better job than 98% of every elected official in this country, including Mitch McConnell. Biden is a left-wing president, Milley said. So it is not surprising that he's also putting the world's leading power in check. Biden himself is a threat to Western values. The problem is that when the West is threatened, so are its citizens. It's not going to be a cage match between Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden. And our young will die. And that's the sad reality of it. Now, how much money do you think the U.S. is going to dump into Argentina to make sure this man doesn't win election? They tried it in Hungary. They took millions and millions of your tax dollars trying to get whoever, whatever his name is, the guy, the guy that has been the prime minister in Hungary for a very long time, that is beloved of his people. They tried to buy the presidency, the prime ministership of a different country, and they're going to do the same thing in Argentina. Now, if they don't succeed, that'll tell you enough. Because if they don't succeed, it means the Argentinian people are more principled than your average American pastor. And that, my dear friend, should be a shame. Or at least it is in my book. Anyway, fun, fun, fun for everyone. I know, I know. Every week you come on here hoping to laugh, and all I can manage is an impersonation of uh, good old Mitch. It's surprising, isn't it? All of these people, man, they, they can feel life just leaving their bodies. They, they, they can feel themselves becoming desiccated. They, they can see the grim reaper sharpening his sky. And still they cling to power. Mitch McConnell, Diane Feinstein, all of these people. And these are the people that we're entrusting with keeping us safe and making sure that America prospers. Yeah, good luck. God bless. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week, Lord willing. Who knows what natural disaster may commence until then. For now, keep the people in Florida in your prayers. It looks like it was a bad one. Uh, And I wish I could say this will be the last. It won't. Because God is not mocked. So Gino, if you got anything to say, it's yours.
0: Thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm reminded of what the Bible says. You know, when there's a wicked leader, the nation mourns, and we got a lot of them. The president, a health and human services leader, that's thinks he thinks she, he's a woman coming to the cabinet meetings in a dress, and you got gig or Buttigieg, however you pronounce his crazy name, gay. Incredibly, these are people in the cabinet of the U.S. leading our country down the road of ruin. Biden is absolutely a left-winger on every level. I can't believe the Catholic Church hasn't booted him out yet. They're afraid to excommunicate him. But it just shows you where the Catholic leadership is at, too. And the governor of Wisconsin, Evers, you know, flying a gay flag for the month of June. Will they ever fly a Christian flag or family flag? You know what country flew the family flag after Obama had gay marriage instituted? Russia. How crazy is that? They made a family flag with mom, dad, and three kids. And then you wonder what country is going to be the hammer God uses against the U.S. or countries. Literally, Russia will be one. The country we took the Bibles to one day will be the epitome of our judgment. And now you know who needs missionaries? The U.S. And as far as Mr. Stanley goes, what a sad thing to stand in front of God and cause little ones to stumble. What a terrible, frightening thing to give account to God for that. You call yourself a pastor. Does the definition of pastor mean anything anymore? In the US, or apostle, or like it does in China where they build those churches, in Pakistan they burn Christians, and in India where they level Christian churches. And in our country, we can't even stand for truth, the faith, for life, for marriage, traditional marriage. And the church is getting more fearful of the wicked, afraid to confront evil, when we should be the one standing in the gap. So I totally support what Mike said today. You know, judgment is coming. And it's deserved. Deserved. These storms are not accidental. God's allowing them to try to get those attention, those people's attention to listen and turn back to the Lord. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at AOL.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.